Investment advisory services offered through Daniel Meyer, registered investment advisor. During this show, Daniel Meyer provides general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and is not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and products or services should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory services. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Forge Private Wealth. By contacting Forge Private Wealth, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products. All right, there are many questions on the web about financial planning and saving for retirement. Many of these questions financial advisors encounter on a daily basis. So coming up next, we will cover the most searched financial planning questions and answer every one of them in a minute or less. So stick around. Welcome in to Capital Insights with Daniel Meyer. The solution set is going to be designed in such a way that it's helping bridge the gap between where the client is and where they want to go. Your retirement matters. One size never fits all. There's no one approach in financial planning. There's no one investment solution or product solution that should fit more people than it's designed for. He has the heart of an educator. There's a lot of different pieces to the puzzle. And now, Capital Insights. Welcome in. This is Capital Insights with Daniel Meyer. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Now, Dan is a fiduciary. He has been helping folks for nearly 20 years getting through and to and through retirement. And uh, again, it's a pleasure to have you with us, Dan. And, and, and uh, again, welcome. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. And I look forward to it. Well, I mean, you've got, a, you know, you've got a pretty interesting background. I'd like to talk about that for a second, just to give folks a chance to, to get to know you. So uh, you are a you are from Madison. I mean, this is home to you. Absolutely. Um, I grew up here, um, went to the Verona School District, um, spent the first 18 years of my life here. And before going off and um, going to school in Minnesota and becoming a gopher and then living in Minnesota, we spent six years um, after that in Arizona. And now we're back. Yeah. Well, it's kind of nice. Boy, that's got to be a drastic change from uh, from Arizona to uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Absolutely. Obviously, at one part of the year, you'd rather be there. And then down the other side, you'd rather be here. But um, we are definitely at our core Midwest people. We enjoy the people here, the culture here, um, the sports teams here. And we're happy to be back. Sure. Well, and again, you've, uh, you're married. You've got four kids. They must be happy to be, uh, you know, settled back, uh, you know, maybe close to grandparents. Absolutely. Big part of coming back was getting back to be close to family. Um, my wife's family, um, all of her siblings and her parents uh, live here in Madison. Uh, the funny story about my family, um, I was the oldest of four kids myself. And when I left to go off to school in Minneapolis to go to the University of Minnesota, I didn't realize that I was starting a migration. And now all three of my younger sisters and their families and my parents have all since moved up there. They did that while we were in Arizona, and then we, of all things, moved back to Madison once they had all relocated. So my wife's <laughs> family's funny. here, my family's up there. Well, that's okay. Well, I'm a Minnesota guy, so we share that, and and um, I, I I would guess we probably don't share the same sports teams. But then, as a Minnesota sports fan, I have grown up with disappointment. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Well, we've been pretty spoiled here in Wisconsin. Well, right? yeah. I mean, Pretty strong, uh, you know, foundation of the sports teams, both with professional, with the Packers. We've had great success as of late with the Bucks, and mm -hmm. you know, just across the board, it's a, it's a great state to be in from a sports perspective. Absolutely. And folks, um, if you want to get in touch with Daniel, here it is. It's 888-908-0503. That's the number. 888-908-0503 is the number. And so, uh, so Daniel, let's talk about this. You set this up as uh, we're going to tackle some questions, some of the most asked questions that uh, that are out there. And um, and I guess the first one is very appropriate because so as a financial advisor, you're a fiduciary, you've got a lot of experience. To me, those are the top three things that I'm looking for in an advisor. What do you think? I think that's incredibly important. I think um, experience in this industry does a lot to inform um, 
how you can help clients at that moment moving forward, right? When you've encountered a lot of different um, client experiences, backgrounds, needs, um, it just shapes your ability to give better, more, you know, fine-tuned advice. So I've been doing this for 20 years. Um, but the other thing um, with experience comes the realization that um, the title financial advisor, in my opinion, is used a lot in our industry and it's defined in a bunch of different ways. And you start to define it the way you think um, would best help you serve clients. And I've learned that um, while that experience is incredibly helpful and insightful, um, taking a team approach, taking the multiple hats that advisors tend to wear and taking them off and having a team of specialists each wear their individual hat so that they can be an expert in their area and co-serve the client with you. Uh, does a lot to, um, you know, further our ability to, you know, do what's best for the clients. So when you talk about the different people and different skill sets, that that tells me that you really cover a lot of ground, whether it's uh, investing, whether it's uh, preparing a, a, a retirement and income plan, um, maybe Social Security, you talk about Medicare. I mean, are all of those things sort of included in conversations you have? Absolutely. And um, early in my career, um, I guess to answer this question, there's financial planning topics and, and areas that we can provide solutions in. And then the other side of it is um, services that can be offered as part of the solutions to help you get to where you're going um, and having the resources on both sides. Um, and early in my career, I remember one of the first meetings I had um, was with a family friend. And we were going through the different areas of financial planning that we offered. At the time, I was a bit more limited. And we said, we do tax planning. And they pointed right to me and said, okay, so you're going to do my taxes? Well, no, we can project in the future maybe some tax scenarios. We got to the estate planning topic and they said, oh, you're going to help us uh, put together our state documents. Well, no, we're doing that from a financial planning standpoint. Uh, and I learned very early on that... Um, the plan is only as good as how much you can implement it, put it in place, and then manage it on an ongoing basis. And that takes more than just uh, one person, right? So we have, um, first off, separated the role between advisor and portfolio manager. So we have um, a deep team that is uh, comprised of um, a couple of CFAs, some doing economic um, you know, projections, others managing the investment side, taking that responsibility off the advisor and doing it full time while the advisor is meeting with clients, doing the financial planning. We have a financial planning specialist. We have a full service uh, tax team with a CPA and a support team in place. And we do have an estate planning uh, service where we can not only do the planning, but also help put together, implement, and fund the documents necessary to do the wills, trusts, or whatever would be uh, best fit for the client. Daniel, one of the things that struck me in, in that bit of conversation is you use the word solutions. And boy, that that rings true because that's what I'm looking for. I mean, I need, I need help. And I, I like that you're not out there trying to sell a product. You're out there trying to offer a solution. And if right. it involves products, then so be it. Absolutely. Well, I think um, I think that's an important distinction to make, right? Uh, because, and this is, again, just my opinion, but the structure behind different financial organizations or financial planning advisors, teams, um, often is designed in such a way, in some cases, to just go through a planning process that, you know, the solution set that they can offer after the fight might be somewhat limited, um, or it may just be in one area where you need help in many. Um, just going in and being able to look at insurance or having just a solution set that is on the investment side. Maybe it has to do with some of the structured investments like annuities or in other times it's, um, just doing the plan and then it's on the client to do the, uh, you know, the implementation on their own. So I think, um, first off, a financial plan is fantastic, and it is the foundation for working with a client, in my opinion, but it's only as effective as how it is implemented and that, you know, service of how it's implemented is going to evolve um, as you go, right? It's nev never going to stay static. The financial plan is a evolving thing that helps steer the relationship between the advisor and client, and the solution set is going to be 
hopefully designed in such a way that it's helping bridge the gap between where the client is and where they want to go, um, but also that there's built-in flexibility because you don't know how the external environment is going to change or what may happen unexpectedly that might change for the better or worse for the client. Sure. Well, I mean, again, so we take plan versus accounts. I mean, if, if you've got a bunch of uh, financial accounts or, you know, brokerage account or an, R, an IRA, you just have accounts. It doesn't become a plan until you sit down and begin to implement those various pieces that you've saved over the years. And that's where you come in to create that plan, to create that solution. Absolutely. And, you know, make no mistake about it. You know, the actual, you know, solution set is going to include in almost every case, right? Recommendations on what we do both from a higher level planning standpoint, you know, maybe to plan for um, how things are taxed or how we can get certain advantages in, in regarding how we position financial accounts. And sure. then the next layer down is going to be um, doing an assessment of, you know, a client's uh, not just objectives and where they're going from a planning standpoint, but what's their risk tolerance? How does it align with uh, where they're going? And are they on track? Are they behind? Um, are they ahead of the game? Can we have surplus that we can we can either use in a way that they hadn't thought of, or can we afford to then dial back risk to just make it that much more certain of an outcome? Um, but then when we get down to it, the portfolio management still is one of the ongoing regular parts of the service that um, if left out is is definitely shorting the you know potential for the client to, let's just say, um, you know, maximize their chances of successfully navigating that path the way that you've laid it out for them. Absolutely. Well, you summed it up nicely there, Daniel. In fact, let's uh, let's go ahead and, and uh, head for a break, but uh, let's invite folks to call and take some spots on your calendar while they can. Fantastic. Well, you know, I talk a lot when we talk about financial planning advisors about transparency. Um, and so if anything we're talking about today makes sense to you, has struck a chord with you, um, or you want to be certain that you're on the right path with your own plan, uh, give us a call. We keep a few openings on our calendar each week. Uh, just for our listeners of this show. Uh, so for the next 10 people who call us right now, we'll sit down as your fiduciary advisor, make sure you understand uh, with more clarity, hopefully, where you're at um, and the many options that you have available to you so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. Hey, that sounds I mean, fantastic, Dan. And and again, it's 888-908-0503. That's 888-908-0503. You heard Daniel, the next 10 callers right now will get that comprehensive financial review. There's no cost. There's no obligation. And when you walk out, you're going to have a roadmap in your hand that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 888-908-0503. Again, 888-908-0503. 0503. Quick break for us. We're coming back. We've got a whole lot more to talk about here on Capital Insights with Daniel Meyer. Hey, when we come back, we have got more to talk about with Daniel Meyer and uh, Capital Insights. We're going to continue getting a little more background about Daniel and what it's like to sit down with him as an advisor and get the lowdown.
Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Capital Insights. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Daniel Myers here. Daniel is a fiduciary. You will find his website at forgepw.com. That's forge, F-O-R-G-E, P is in Peter, W.com. Check that out because it's there's a lot of great information there, Daniel. You've done a great job in terms of combining a lot of things, not just about you, but about the business, what you do, and how you do it. Oh, I, I appreciate that. You know, it's uh, important uh, for me to make sure people know the options they have out there available to them. And then obviously with our team and what we do, we want uh, to make sure people know that we're there and we're ready to serve them and um, are happy to help in any way we can. Well, let's talk, let's talk about that, folks. If you're uh, interested in sitting down with the, with Daniel and having that conversation, tell me what that first meeting is like. The first meeting is just like anything else in the financial world, right? One size never fits all. There's no one approach in financial planning. There's no one investment solution or product solution that should fit more people than it's designed for. And when it comes to that first meeting, while there's a general structure that will follow and an outcome that we'll look to have, um, it's largely going to be based on the client that we're meeting with and the needs that they have that will steer the conversation in terms of where we go. Um, but the idea there is that um, if you're an individual or if you have a partner to come in as an individual or as a family unit to talk about where you're at, your experiences, and then to get some idea of your options that are available to you to see if it would make sense either for us to help you or if there's other things that you should be uh, seeking out regarding financial services. So if somebody already has a financial plan or maybe a financial and an income plan put together uh, and they haven't looked at it in you know recent years, we'll say, will you give us a second opinion? Can folks call and just come on in and say, hey, take a look, tell me where I am? Absolutely. Um, I think a second opinion, you know, just like if you, you know, get diagnosed with, you know, an illness or an injury and you are getting, you know, treatment for it. And you just say, you know, I, I think it would be good to have a second opinion. I'm not sure if this is the most efficient treatment for me, or if it's going to get me from where I'm at to healthy as quick as maybe um, some other things that I'm hearing about from other people. I mean, knowledge is power, right? Mm -hmm. And from a client perspective, I think it's always important for them to think about whether it's with me or anybody in the financial services industry, we're there to help empower you to make good financial decisions so that you can get from where you're at to where you're going um, in the most efficient manner possible and with the highest probability of success. So when it comes to the second opinion, um, getting down again to the nitty gritty, right? We mm -hmm. look at a, a person's financial situation kind of the same way that someone would think about analyzing a business, right? We're going to look at their balance sheet, right? What do they have in assets? What do they have in liabilities? Um, what do they have from an income coming in and expenses and how are they set up to fund the goals that they have in the future? And possibly, is there a conversation that we can have with them that might further add clarity or, um, you know, more measurable um, goals for them to start, you know, aiming towards, and then in the end, designing that path to get there. And I'm frankly, sometimes the path that they're currently on is fine. And there may not be anything compelling them to make a change. In other cases, we find that there's either pieces that are missing or something that we can do to potentially enhance their ability to get where they're going. Um, and ultimately, that call is up to the client um, because if we have alignment and we can serve them, you know, better, you know, usually that's what uh, it's them, their job to tell us if that's what they uh, believe. And then we'll be off and running and working with them. Daniel, the, again, that sounds great, and, and it seems like it's a pretty easy process to sit down with you. Something you mentioned in the first segment that stuck with me is you mentioned transparency, and you said it more than once. And I, and I think that's important, too, from an advisor standpoint. Transparency, I mean, you know, you get paid. And that's something that, that folks are very clear about when, I mean, you make sure that, that they understand how you are paid and when. Right, right, absolutely. And I think... Um, it's not only important from uh, the client's perspective to understand how an advisor is paid to make sure that they, they feel comfortable that the advisor is in alignment with them in terms of what their ultimate goals and objectives are, right? That there's no hidden agenda or there's no 
um, design there where the advisor is looking at some form of compensation and it's influencing the decision making um, in terms of what they're recommending to the client, right? right. So, so advisors can be uh, purely fee-based, right? They can do um, commission-based, uh, a commission-based structure. They can do a combination of the two. Um, we are almost exclusively fee-based um, as a fiduciary. Um, and really what we, the design of the structure from a fee standpoint, when we manage an investment portfolio as part of the solution set after we get through the planning process is um, we want the client to know that we only do better if the client does better. Um, we only have um, revenue from the client if the client sticks with us. Um, from a portfolio management standpoint, um, it's even down to how many days the client is invested with us. If someone decided to um, hire us as their advisor, invested with us, and then made a change partway through the year, uh, whatever the annual fee was going to be, it's only going to apply for the days that we were serving them, sure, right? Sure. Um, the only way that we retain clients um, is by them maintaining confidence in us and seeing that the work that we're doing um, is the best fit for them and continuing to hire us on an ongoing basis um, by giving the, us the confidence to continue to you know manage their picture and their portfolio. 888-908-0503 is the number you can call, folks. We've still got some spots on the calendar available for you. And when you sit down with someone, or let's say it's a couple, how often are they on the same page? I mean, again, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll be a broken record with this one, right? No one size fits all. It's, okay. it's, a, it's different every time. Sure. Um, and that's one of the fun things for me. Um, I, I spoke very passionately earlier about the knowledge is power, empowering the clients to, you know, find something that's best for them. Um, and you talk about the clients coming in as a couple being on the same page. I mean, Sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. And then uh, sometimes, many times, Daniel, they, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm just going to no say problem. this for you. Uh, I'm guessing sometimes you got to put on that marriage counselor hat. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And it's, uh, you know, like I said, it's, it's part of the job that I enjoy because I love sitting down with people. I love learning about them, getting to know them, um, and also getting to know what they're passionate about and where they're looking to go, you know, and you know, they don't have to agree on everything as a result of the financial planning process, but many times as a result of going through the process, um, they at least align and kind of the bigger picture objectives and where they're looking to go and, you know, how we can structure our approach to serving them, you know, and then a lot of, you know, within the details of that, sometimes there still is differences or preferences and that's all fine. We just, we work with it, right? Right. Well, and as you said, as you get to know them and get to know what people's passions are, they become like family to you, don't they? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, if we're going to spend the amount of time together that is required um, of this process to do it right, um, we also need to enjoy each other's company, right? So um, there's nothing wrong if you're out there as a client exploring um, a relationship with a potential advisor. I mean. Not that we want to hear this, right? But, you know, you just can't be someone that you really don't enjoy spending time with. Um, but maybe you, you know, you, you see value in other things. I mean, hopefully, not only do you see uh, merit in an approach and what they're able to offer, uh, but you enjoy the time you spend together because there's going to be a lot of communication in the future. And that's important. Um, advisors that don't have a high communication model um, I think that's something that shorts the experience for the client and many times the results for the client. Well, okay, that, that leads me to another question. So how often do you reach out to your clients or do they reach out to you? What do you recommend? So there are uh, there is a built-in structure, right, to how we serve clients from the standpoint of, um, you know, meeting with them. Um, and some clients are meeting with us face-to-face -face on a quarterly basis. Some are more often, some are maybe semi-annual, but there's a lot of additional communication that occurs for many of our clients that are maybe in the actively retired sphere. I mean, we're managing distributions, we're managing, you know, adjusting things like tax withholdings, projections. 
Um, depending on their situation, there's a lot of communication that occurs. Uh, not to mention, we also publish a lot of what we're doing and put out things for them to read about what we're doing, why we're doing it, and that all aligns with what we're actually doing when we're in the meeting with the client. I like it. So. And uh, boy, we have run up against the clock, Daniel. Absolutely. Well, talking about communication, I mean, if this is something that you'd like to learn more about, I mean, communication is absolutely key. And with that comes transparency, high communication, high transparency, um, just continues to keep a client aligned um, with the advisor and their plan and where they're going. And, you know, throughout our years of serving clients in our community, we found that a lot of folks that we come across don't always feel that they have an understanding of the details, maybe around their current situation or how their advisor is operating or even beyond that, you know, some of these options that are available to them in their community, you know, things like how much they're paying um, how much risk they're taking, or not even understanding tax implications. Um, so for those that call in, we'll set up a time to sit down with you, give you the full spectrum of the options that are available to you, um, and see uh, where you'd like to go from there. Hey, that sounds great, Daniel. Folks, do take advantage of the offer today. There's no cost. There's no obligation. It's a phone call away at 888-908-0503. You heard Daniel. The next 10 callers right now will get that comprehensive financial review, and you'll see, well, okay, this is where I am today. But more importantly, you have then a roadmap that can help guide you to help get you to where you need to be. 888-908-0503. We are going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back, though, with lots more here on Capital Insights with Daniel Meyer. Hey, coming up when we come right back, we are going to shift gears from uh, saving for retirement to spending in retirement. That is a difficult process. Daniel's got some insight there, and that's one of the things he does the best, helping people get right where they need to be when it comes to retirement. We're going to break it all down when we come right back. Insights with Daniel Meyer. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall, and uh, this is going to be fun, Daniel. Um, you know, we talk about accumulation, and now the big key word is decumulation because, you know, for a lot of us, we spend our life saving money, saving, 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 and all of a sudden we're looking at retirement and going, I can't spend that money. <laughs> right? Absolutely. It, become, I, I, it becomes a bit of it's a problem. Very, it's very common, and it's, it's a funny problem to have, right? I mean, there are other problems that might feel more urgent from, a, uh, let's say, a retirement standpoint than saying, hey, I, it, it feels physically wrong for me internally to turn around and start seeing money leave my portfolio and to be distributed back into my bank account to spend on you know, the things that I need to spend it on. But it's a, uh, you know, it's a transition that we help people through. And obviously, um, you know, once we get that through that part, then uh, making sure that we're successful in managing that distribution to um, to make sure we're not only taking care of their wants, but also the foundational needs based on the retirement they've designed for themselves is is incredibly important. One of the things that you've done with with creating your business is you do focus on that transition, don't you, between accumulation and you know distribution and preservation. I mean, you you kind of walk that hub, don't you? Absolutely, absolutely, and. I will use that, uh, you know, that mention to say that it, I, I can't 
reiterate enough how important that financial planning process is to this entire, you know, this entire outcome that you help the client accomplish. And specifically within retirement, that process happens well before um, they're ending their retirement party and transitioning into retirement because an accumulation portfolio and a distribution or income-based portfolio um, can look fairly different. Uh, but again, it's not a one-size-fits-all. And there's a lot of different um, pieces to the puzzle, if you will, uh, depending on what the client's needs are from a distribution standpoint or the balance between how much they want on a monthly income versus what they want in terms of uh, you know potential lump sum availability over the course of time. I mean, everything gets custom designed for the client to not only manage their initial needs, but their longevity needs as well. Because, yeah, that is important. And, you know, one of the things I know that you talk about is getting mentally prepared. I mean, it is a big transition to go from working 40, 50 hours a week to suddenly every day is Saturday. I mean, that's that's hard for people, especially with the with the strong work ethic. Yep, it absolutely is. And um, one of the funny things about this is if you have done what I've done long enough, I would tell you that you think you know how someone is going to operate in retirement. And a lot of times they surprise you. Um, I'll even say this for um, someone who I'm incredibly close with. And, you know, I would just say, it's my father. He's not only my father, he's my, uh, you know, someone I look up to, he's my best friend. And mm -hmm. he was a physician, a pediatrician, actually, here in Madison um, for over 40 years. And he is somebody who um, was up at the crack of dawn, was always going to the gym. He had a work ethic that was second to none. Um, he served a ton of families here in the Madison area. He saw a lot of patients, but the care he took, taking care of each patient was stellar. Um, and I thought about retirement for him and, you know, thinking about that pace of life to retirement, I always thought he's going to retire and then he's going to get six months in and he's going to go back into work in some capacity. Sure. And you know what? He's not. And he's loving retirement, um, every bit of it. And he's definitely active, but it's not in the same ways he was before. That's fantastic. Right? What, a, what, a, what a cool thing to have happen. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it's, uh, it, it's, you know, it's not just with someone like uh, my father, who obviously I've known my entire life and I'm incredibly close to. Right. But with all the clients, like you said before, that you spend so much time with doing this detailed planning and getting to know them. Um, when it comes to that transition, uh, there can also sometimes be quite a bit of anxiety um, in the months or years leading up to it about, have I done enough? Am I prepared enough? Is there something that I'm seeing in the news about the markets or the economy that's going to throw me off right at the beginning? Um, you know, and there is a lot of reassurance in that part, not just in saying, you know, trust the hard work and money that you've put away for yourself, that it'll deliver what we've been planning for, um, you know, but also that we've got a strategy in place. We've planned for those different scenarios. And see, so you, you can go into this and focus on the fun part, which is, uh, this next phase of life and what it means for you and not worry about searching your account online or your, your statement every month and, and wondering where your balance is. That's not the focus of retirement. The focus of retirement is moving into the next phase of life and living it in the way that is most fulfilling for you. Well, exactly. You talk about that transition and that's, that's kind of what it's all about. And, and, you know, that's, <laughs> it's kind of fun because when I, when I talk to an advisor like you and, and uh, I mean, you get to retire pretty much every day. I mean, that's gotta be a cool feeling when you can help people, you know, and, and they walk out the door, the smile on their face, I'm guessing. Absolutely. Absolutely. In a more general sense, when we were talking about financial planning, I talked about that empowerment part of the process, right? Sure. Um, and it's, it's the same concept, but just at a different phase when you talk about that retirement part of the process and that, um, getting over that hump from a confidence standpoint, um, aligning things that maybe weren't quite aligned when you first met the client in terms of where their retirement is projected to be and maybe where you are now going with it compared to where it was before. 
and then being with them and all the other aspects of retirement and, you know, celebrating with them, enjoying it with them. It's, it's very rewarding. <laughs> of course it is. And, and I just, I think that's really fun. So I'm guessing you maybe start, start of starting to see maybe second generation. Absolutely. That's kind of cool too, isn't it? It, it? it definitely is. And it's, uh, it's not only cool. It's also one of the, you know, I, I shouldn't say unexpected, rewarding things about the profession, but it's it's definitely something that is it it, it feels like a great honor when you've served a client um, for a long time. Um, you know, it, it this comes in multiple forms, but I'm thinking of one specifically since you brought this up. Um, not too long ago, um, was a client of mine that was older. Um, and when the client did pass, um, I had not only been involved with the client and, you know, doing the financial planning and aligning their portfolio and managing it, but also, and helping set up the estate, um, and to have all of the clients, you know, older, um, children and their families remain as clients and do so because of how they saw my relationship with their father um, it's just, it's, it's incredibly rewarding and well, it's, and it's, it's also just a, it, it, it's a very organic process and then evolving what was there serving the needs of the father and adjusting it to then serve the individual needs of, in this case, it's three very different, um, children and their, you know, grown children and their families who are all at all different stages of life in terms of, you know, business and planning and kids versus no kids. It's just, it's, it's great. So what got you started down this financial planning road? I mean, is that something you've always wanted to do? I mean, you know, your father's a physician. You said you've got other siblings. How did you end up doing this? Um, when I was in school, I was one of the, uh, at the University of Minnesota, I went to the Carlson School of Business and I was, um, well, I came in fortunate enough um, I was ahead of the game with some college credits I had accumulated in high school. So I, I took that as an opportunity to kind of dabble in a lot of the different areas of business that were offered at the school there. Um, and with that, I started to realize that um, I loved um, the entrepreneurial side of things, right? And when people think entrepreneurial, uh, they think business startups, they think um, small business, um, but it's the same mentality, the same approach. So one of my my majors that I graduated with was entrepreneurial studies, oh, wow. and the other one was investment finance. And I think when I when I look back at my career thus far, um, I think just as much of my not just my passion and drive, but also what I'm able to provide um, for a client, I can credit to that side of my education as much as I could with the investment finance side, because it really um, helps you understand the concept of knowing the resources you have available to you, being reasonable and, and realistic about projecting where your resources are going from here, how you can plan to make the most of them, and then where, you know, trying to get to an end destination. I mean, the business planning process feels very similar. Right. Oh, I, I, I like it. 888-908-0503 is the number to call. And, uh, you know, we've had a great conversation. Let's uh, let's go ahead and invite folks to call. We've still got some opportunities available. Absolutely. Well, um, when we're talking about that retirement transition, I mean, this is an incredibly important process. And uh, if you're listening now and um, you have some uncertainty about either how prepared you are, if you're early in the process, um, if you're coming into the final couple of years and you really want to do a temperature check or get a second opinion on your approach, or if you're in retirement and you want to see if, you know, based on the current plan that you have, you know, maybe we could be getting more from the resources that we have um, if we had a more properly aligned income plan um, or a portfolio management plan. Um, there's so many different moving parts to that. Um, and I stressed earlier that uh, when we meet together, um, we don't know where that conversation is going to go because everybody's background is different, but we want to lay out all the different options that are available to you, not just steer you to a, one or two different solutions. We have 
the scope of not only services, but also solutions available to us. And we'll look to find the right fit for you. All right. I like it very much. Folks, make that phone call right now. 888-908-0503. 888-908-0503. An opportunity for you to sit down and get a financial roadmap put together. Daniel's there for you. He understands. He can help make things a lot easier to understand. And it starts with that call. 888-908-0503. You've got nothing to lose. Just give us a call. 888-908-0503. 888-908-0503. We are going to take a quick break, but we've got one more segment to go right here on Capital Insights with Daniel Meyer. Hey, we got to take a quick break, but we're going to come back. We're going to jump into some questions from listeners. You're not going to want to miss this. We'll be right back. everybody. This is Capital Insights with Daniel Meyer. Daniel is a fiduciary helping folks getting to and through retirement. And really, I mean, over the years, uh, Daniel, I mean, you've seen, I mean, we, the economy today, things are crazy, right? With the market and all of that. But this is not news to you. I mean, things happen in cycles and you've seen a couple of ups and downs out there. Absolutely. I mean, things happen in cycles with the market. Um, we have to be disciplined in our approach. Um, you don't discount the fact that, you know, we do have some very real things happening economically and then in the financial markets that we need to pay attention to. It's not a, uh, put the blinders on approach and just assume that things, you know, historically will always just repeat and we can lean on an oversimplistic approach and just say, as long as we are diversified or as long as we are paying attention, there's no need to do anything additional. That's not our approach. Um, but then again, usually there's also no need to panic if we've been proactive in that planning process. So we're ready for the different scenarios that may occur from an economic standpoint. And then within the solution set, the way we work with the portfolios, whether you're in the accumulation phase, the way we're managing risk um, and being proactive about looking to get growth where we can in a sensible manner, but also controlling risk. Or if you're in that decumulation phase and we are taking distributions from the portfolio, um, we have to be ready for not just bumps in the road, but you know major situations like we have now um, where we do not want to be selling out of a portfolio where you know maybe a category like the equity side of it has gone down and we are reversing the benefit of dollar cost averaging that we had working for us for so many years. Now we have it working against us. We need to structure things so that uh, we don't fall you know, victim, if you will, to those types of scenarios. Yeah. Boy, you painted a great picture there, Daniel. Uh, 888-908-0503. Um, well, let's jump into some of these questions as long as we have some time. And uh, up first is Ben. Uh, ben says, my employer just cut our 401k match completely. Now, they used to match 100% of our first 6%, but now they're contributing absolutely nothing. I keep telling my wife, if they're not going to match, we shouldn't put any money in either. Can you help me explain why to her? Uh, sure. So um, as we go through these questions, let me just start by saying that um, anytime we give any advice to a client, right, even though I'm going to give you some thoughts and some answers here, we always need to have the whole picture, right? Right. Just like I mentioned earlier, my father was a physician. Um, if you call him and tell him a symptom or two that you're dealing with and say, hey, what do you think it is? He's going to be the first to tell you, you know what, without being there and being able to, you know, if it's one of my kids, actually see how they're doing and their additional symptoms and ask the right questions. I can't give a diagnosis that's confident, right? That being said, something like this, the uh, 
401k match question is something we get a lot. Oh, sure. Um, it's unfortunate, obviously, if the match is cut because that is, you know, if you're taking advantage of it, in a sense, free money to you that you wouldn't have uh, coming from your employer getting contributed to your retirement account as long as you're taking advantage of the entire match. That being said, even if the match goes away, um, the ability to contribute pre-tax is still a major benefit to the client in terms of helping them enhance their ability to fund retirement long term. Um, and, and I'll give a very s specific, simple example of the power of this, right? Okay. Because someone may say, well, yeah, but I now that the match is gone, why don't I just take it out of my paycheck and invest it in some other way? Right. And and there's that the reason I mentioned all the details that are needed before is, yes, there's other part that things you can use. You can use um, IRAs, you know, a Roth IRA, something like that. Um, you can invest in a lot of different ways. But in a general sense, if you have a dollar that is getting paid to you by your employer and you contribute it from your paycheck to your 401k, a dollar goes in. Right. Right. If you then say, okay, um, let's just be um, not fast and loose, but just use some general numbers. Let's say my um, average tax rate is 20%. Okay. So if I want to go anywhere else with the money, it's going to, I'm now going to have not a dollar, but 80 cents in my bank account that I can go invest. Now, if I go and invest it, I need to make 25% return on that investment until I get back to a dollar. In the 401k, I've now gone from a dollar to a dollar 25, right? Right. So that 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 in a sense almost you know enhances or amplifies your ability to build uh, you know kind of that nest egg that is necessary for retirement. There's a lot of additional planning that goes into place where we can talk about yes, that tax benefit up front is great. We are going to get income taxed on the back end. So we need to plan for that. And there's other steps we can take so that we can get the benefit of both sides, potentially, depending on the resources that the client has available. 888-908-0503. Ben, give us a call. Uh, Daniel, would love to sit down with you and, and work through this. Um, all right, on we go. Kenneth has a question, says, uh, would a reverse rollover from an IRA to a 401k help to reset your contribution limit for the year asking for a friend <laughs> no no and the way the well yeah the way right this i guess the idea here is uh first off i mean there's a lot of implications in what they're they're asking right um when, whenever we're looking at the idea about contributions or rollovers um you know between 401k ira um, we're going to look at what contribution limits do we have on both sides, right? What investment options do we have on both sides? What are the fees? What are, what is the structure that we have available to us? And, and it's, I mean, you really at that point would say, you know, I've got additional contributions I can make in the 401k, depending on, you know, where they're at with income, they may have the ability also to fund an IRA, like a Roth IRA. Um, this, there's a lot of moving parts there, but in general, you know, that's, that's not the route that I would, I would go initially. <laughs> so. Understand. Understand. I mean, you can't do that. I mean, you know, the IRS is involved in this situation and they, they know what you're doing. Right. 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 <laughs> there's there's definitely, right. They've given us, they've given us certain things that we can do that are in there intentionally, right? The, uh, the government and the IRS don't want the general public to be underfunded for their own retirement. That doesn't bode well for us as a broader community or a nation, right? Um, that being said, they have built in some things that we can take advantage of and are meant to take advantage of that can help us enhance our ability to fund our retirement down the road, um, tax advantage, retirement accounts. Uh, we talked about the ability to get that additional growth of that $1 in the 401k. Um, there's other things we can do um, and other types of retirement accounts. But in the end, right, there's only so much you can do in that way. Um, and the, believe me, 
whether it's on one side of the equation or the other, the IRS tends to always uh, get what's due to them <laughs> at some point in the <laughs> they process. Will so. indeed, their hand is always out. <laughs> right. Um, well, yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, when when you retire, you know, um, the IRS doesn't care. They still want right. to get paid. Absolutely. True. Absolutely. All right, we got time for one more here. Let's go to Marilyn. Marilyn says, my husband is 57 and aiming to retire at 65. His main IRA is with a big box chain, has about $330,000 in it. Now, after listening to the show, I figured I'd take what I learned and check the stocks bond ratio. I almost fell out of my chair. 86% stocks. Should we rebalance with more bonds? We also have about a 401k with $150,000. Thanks. Okay. So there's a lot going on. Yeah. There, right. Seems like. <laughs> and we talked about the one size never fits all. So what I would say is, um, you know, from a simple standpoint, the way the question is asked, uh, you should definitely consider a rebalance. Right. Um, but that being said, there is no hard and fast rule around the proper investment ratio of let's call it stocks or bonds, or, you know, we tend to try and think a little bit beyond that into some of the other categories that are available as well. Um, the, the right fit for the client is going to be based on more than just their age or how much they have invested. It's going to be um, based on their appetite for risk. Um, and then even some of those planning, you know, scenarios that we talked about, how prepared are they? Maybe they are overfunded. Um, maybe they have a bad experiences in the past um, from a, the standpoint of investing in bonds. And they really, they, they, they'll tell you, I don't want to invest in bonds. I want to focus on equities. Well, th there's a lot of things that we can do to make sure that in a, in a situation like this, that, you know, they are aligned with where they need to be and should be. Um, it's it's not as simple, like you said, as just seeing the age and seeing the balance and saying, yes, you should change. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, we exactly. want to get to know the client and make sure that we know what's proper for them before we make any definitive call like that. Sure. Well, Marilyn, give us a call. It's 888-908-0503. Mm -hmm. Come on in, sit down with Daniel and, and work through it. I think that there's, uh, you know, you are in the solution business and I think you could probably provide one at some point. Yeah, and we'd be happy to do so, right? I mean, we've talked about what that first meeting looks like. Um, it's really, obviously, a get-to-know-you that'll be unique to uh, the client based on, you know, their situation coming in and, and, and what they're looking to accomplish. And so our objective, first and foremost, in that first meeting is just to start to offer clarity in terms of what you have available to you out there and making sure that, First off, if there's any red flags, something that's really a problem, we identify it and start to suggest a, a direction to go from there. But beyond that, really looking to not just solve problems, but offer a chance to further enhance and optimize their situation so that they can get where they want to go financially in the most efficient manner possible um, and in a way that is appropriate from, to, for them from a risk standpoint. So. All right, 888-908-0503. That's the number, folks. Give us a call. Uh, it's a chance, an opportunity for you to get a financial roadmap put together to see where you are today, but also to help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 888-908-0503, 888-908-0503. Daniel, this has been a great show. I loved it, and, and I look forward to the next one, um, and uh, that will happen next week. What do you think? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm in this for the long term. That's the intent.